When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Here's what's cooking on an all-new Sports Stove podcast. We're looking at the Major League Baseball wild card race, the NFL week number four coming up, and, of course, college football as well. That's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove podcast. From Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network, you're listening to the Sports Stove podcast with your host, Vince Stover. Welcome in to an all new Sports Show podcast. We're having technical difficulties on my camera, but hey, you can still hear me, so we're going to keep going. Welcome into the show today. Thank you for being a part of the program, and we're looking forward to what is ahead, talking all things Major League Baseball, NFL, and college football. Joining me, as he normally does, is my dad, Dale Stover. Dad, how you doing? Doing good, doing good. Boy, it was a great weekend for football. Uh, This weekend, we had our mighty Blue Raiders with the upset down in Miami, and uh, the Vols won, and the Packers won. So it was a good weekend, and we'll see how it goes this week. Yeah, it was a crazy weekend at the very least, right? I mean, uh, lots of stuff going on and uh, interesting to see kind of how it all shook out at the end of the day. But I do want to start with college, uh, excuse me, not college, but Major League Baseball as we're winding down to the end of the Major League Baseball season. And uh, for the most part, we know which teams are in in the American League. Um, we're still looking on the, uh, national league to kind of see how it's going to shake out with the last spot. But generally speaking, things have shaken out. The Yankees finally clinched the division. Uh, so they're in Cleveland clinched and Houston has been clinched for quite some time. Wild card race in the American league. Uh, like we said, it's pretty well set. Baltimore's hanging around. They're three and a half out still, but Toronto, Tampa, and Seattle, look to be the American League team. So we won't talk too much about that since we already have. The Mets in Atlanta, though, are all tied up, Dad. Um, how's that one going to shake out? I've kind of stuck with the Mets the whole time, thinking they're going to hold out hold out there in the East. What are your thoughts there? Well, I think I think Atlanta very easily could win it and uh, may come up. You know, they've played real well this year. And like I said, being the defending champions, it'll be, be interesting. They both are, are great teams and should really be factors in the playoffs. But, um, yeah, it'll be real interesting to see how that comes down because as far as the seeding, it'll probably make a difference. Yeah, uh, it def- definitely will. 
San Diego currently two and a half up on Milwaukee. Philadelphia a game and a half up on Milwaukee. So San Diego and Philly are the other teams currently in the Major League Baseball playoffs. Um, But Milwaukee's still sniffing around. They got a tough one against St. Louis tonight. And then they will uh, have a little easier schedule the rest of the way. But so does Philadelphia. So I'll ask again. I know I've asked it before. But uh, where are we going to be with these last spots? Is it San Diego, Philadelphia, or is it one of those teams in Milwaukee? Well, I think it'll be San Diego and Philadelphia. I think Philadelphia will hold on again. It's surprising because, you know, back a lot earlier, it looked like the Brewers would win that division. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, San Diego looks like they've, you know, got things kind of in hand. But, again, there's enough time left that, um, you know, those three could all switch positions um, very easily. I think San Diego is going to be the odd man out. I think Philly and Milwaukee make it. San Diego's got a little tougher schedule. Not horribly tough. they got the Dodgers. They've got the White Sox and the Giants. And I can see the Giants wanting to play spoiler here. So I'm going to go we'll say that, that uh, San Diego is going to be the one that falls out. Milwaukee finds a way in as they've got an easier schedule down the close than San Diego does. I think Philadelphia will make it as well, although they've lost three straight now and three of their last seven. It wouldn't be completely surprising if they fall out of this either uh, uh, here at the at the final stretch of the, of the whole thing. I think it's going to be a fun playoffs no matter who makes it in. I love, uh, I love the Mets, the Braves, and the Dodgers, I think, are all really good options coming out of the National League. And then I think that you've got, of course, Houston. I think Houston's the front runner. I think Houston comes out of the American League. Um, is is anybody going to challenge Houston this year? Um, well, I, again, it, it looks like Houston would be the team. Of course, the Yankees have been good. And I think, you know, whoever, um, if they end up getting in it, you know, as far as Tampa um, or Toronto could get hot and make a run at it. But Houston seems to look like they would have it under control. Of course, the Yankees at certain times have, you know, played tremendous and then other times have struggled. So, um, uh, it, it, you know, if Houston comes ready to play, then they probably should be the team out of the American League. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you. I think – I just think they're tough. But I think Toronto could surprise people and really challenge their uh, – the Guardians actually have a decent pitching staff. It kind of gets forgotten about because that Central Division really hasn't been that great. Uh, but the Guardians pitching staff has been pretty decent so far this year, and that's something that can carry you in the playoffs. Bieber, McKenzie, Quentrill, and Plezak and Savali are all all decent options at this point, especially talking about a five-man rotation in the playoffs. And then uh, Klasse, he's been phenomenal as a closer this year, as expected as well. So um, they're a team to watch out for. I'd still go Houston in the AL. I think the NL is a little bit more open, though, um, so we'll see kind of how that one shakes out. Um, your Giants technically still in the hunt, Dad. Seven and a half back. I wow. think one. I think one more loss uh, eliminates them, uh, depending on I guess how the other teams win or lose. But they're currently seven and a half back from Philadelphia. Not been officially dismissed from the playoffs. Same as the White Sox and the Twins in the American League as well. But not expecting a whole lot to happen uh, from those teams okay. here. All right, let's move on to the NFL and another exciting week under the belt of the NFL. And, Dad, I got to ask you uh, about a couple of these teams because I was surprised by some of them. Let's start with the Raiders. 
The Raiders are 0-3, and uh, they made some moves in the offseason. They get a new coach. They get some new defensive players, some new offensive players. And they've been in games, but unable to win games to this point. And the question kind of is, is where are they? Are they on the outs completely? Can they get it turned around in time to make a run here this season? Well, you know, with their division, um, I don't know. They don't want to get down too much. It depends on how the other teams, of course, in the AFC do, does. Um, you know, I, I think everybody is surprised because people thought the Raiders would be better. Um, you know, our preseason predictions, you've been right on a couple of them. But so far, I've been on, I've been pretty much right about Josh McDaniels. I just didn't feel like he was the right coach for them. Um, and so far, you know, they, they have struggled. Um, and we will see there, there could be time to turn it around. Um, on the other hand, you know, it could get ugly, you know, they lose, you know, two out of the next three or whatever. If they get out of the playoff hunt early, I think, you know, with making the acquisitions they did with Devonte Adams and, uh, everything there, I mean, they, they should be doing better. And again, their division right now, you know, Denver's struggling a little bit. Nobody really knows where they're at. Um, Kansas City courses look good. Um, everybody, including me, you know, thinks the Chargers are going to be good, but they 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 stumbled. So, um, you know, there'd be a chance they're going to have to win some division games. So we'll see. Well, and they're going to have the chance to win some some division games, obviously, as the season goes on as well. But a crazy start to the year for them. Again, they've been right there. They've been close. The question is, is can they get over the hump and get their first win? We'll talk about that when we get to our pick sixes here in a little bit. How about a surprise team the other direction, the Jacksonville Jaguars? Both of us thought that they could be an approved team this year. And if I remember right, I didn't go back and listen, but if I remember right, we were thinking like six to seven wins. Um, I may have even said eight wins. Uh, but nonetheless... They've started off really well. They look good. Young quarterback in Trevor Lawrence, two good running backs. The receivers have played well. The defense has probably been the most surprising thing so far with them as well. Of course, a new head coach there in Doug Peterson. Um, Jacksonville, they look like a legitimate threat for the division. They, def they definitely do in that division. Like you said, they have some talent. And I think the difference there is the coach. I think they hired the right coach. Um, I think, you know, he's, I, he obviously has the team behind him very quickly. He's, um, you know, talented and he will definitely help Trevor Lawrence and, uh, Jacksonville. Yeah. Like I said, they're in the right division. Um, yeah. and that yeah. would be something if they could win the division, but right now they're playing very well from what I understand their defense, uh, is doing very well. A couple key defensive players and, um, you know, if, if they can do that, um, you know, they're definitely going to be improved, no doubt about it. Uh, I don't know that we thought they'd be a playoff team, uh, but right now we're saying, wow, they could win the division. So, again, you know, I, I like Peterson. Um, I'm happy that Jacksonville's doing well. And, again, we'll see here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, we'll see what they can what they can be here in the next couple of weeks for sure. Um, how about the Miami Dolphins? Undefeated, winning the division right now. Um, again, I'll give my thoughts in a second. I want to hear your thoughts first, though, on the Miami Dolphins, what you're thinking about them. 
Well, again, I think, you know, I didn't know much, that much about their coach or didn't know how well that would go. But, again, obviously he has the players behind him. They have talent. And, um, you know, with the wide receiver talent they have, um, you know, if Tua can stay healthy, um, you know, they're going to be good. They brought in a lot of players. They've got a good defense. I wouldn't think they're the ones that are going to win the division, but, boy, they've got off to the start right now. And I think they're definitely going to be a team – um, you know, to be reckoned with uh, all season in the AFC. Well, why wouldn't they be a team that could win the division? Like, what what is it that says no? They can't. They can't be that. Well, Buff- I mean, we've talked about Buffalo. Buffalo ha- has the talent, um, and I would think they'd be the ones that would win. But Miami, you know, very very easily could. So, yeah. yeah sorry, sorry, I'm, I'm messing, messing with, with my camera. camera. <laughs> <laughs> right now trying to make things work all right let's try this uh you hear me okay uh yes yeah it's a little weak but yeah okay um so with this the sorry i got lots of technical difficulties apparently there's blackouts in brazil but that shouldn't affect what we're doing here but anyways um yeah miami's a team they're an interesting team right because they've got uh great offense, but I don't trust the quarterback. I don't think the quarterbacks is what's doing it for him. I think that you've got great receivers. They did a great job of building the team around him. But at the end of the day, he's just throwing the ball up there and they're running underneath it. So I still don't trust Tua. But having said that, I'm still in on the Dolphins. I I like what they've got for this year. Yeah, I mean, I I think that you know, I think they're going to do well. Again, I'm having a little trouble hearing you here. Your volume's not real good. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this, but with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. All right. Hopefully, hopefully we can get it working better. You hear okay. me better now? Yes. All right. Uh, how about the New York Jets? They're getting their quarterback back. They survived with Joe Flacco, um, but now they get their quarterback back in Zach Wilson. Do you think, because I'm thinking fantasy football-wise, I've held on to my Jets, hoping that when Zach Wilson returns, they get a little bit of value back. Um, how are you going to feel about Zach Wilson's return to the Jets? Well, I mean, it, it should be a real spark, and uh, hopefully he will play well, you know, Flacco in, in some ways filled in fine, but I, I think the Jets, you know, again, we're getting a win now. Um, I, I think, you know, they can have a decent year again with Miami being good and in Buffalo, you know, their division, it may be a little tough. Um, but New, New England's struggling. So I would think the Jets, uh, hopefully Wilson will do well and, um, be a little bit of a spark for them there. So um, I look for the Jets to be improved. Yeah, I don't know how much they'll be improved in week one, right, uh, with, with Zach Wilson getting his first first playing time. Uh, but I think there's potential for them to definitely move along the right direction and have some positive outcomes from it long term. I think, again, I think fantasy-wise, guys like Elijah Moore are going to do a lot better with Zach Wilson than they did under Joe Flacco. And we'll see about the running backs, kind of what, what happens with them um, as well from there. Any other teams that are standing out to you, surprising you? Um, or finally earning your confidence, maybe teams you didn't believe in before, but you believe in now. 
Well, I think, you know, Indiana showed, um, the Colts showed that they can do better. Uh, so I think they have, um, you know, I, I think they have potential there without a doubt. Um, you know, Philadelphia continues to be strong. And so we'll see how that goes. You know, Dallas has done real well with uh, the backup quarterback. So we'll see, you know, how, how that goes through. That's kind of surprising, um, you know, from there. So we will see, you know, Atlanta has played better than expected and, um, you know, some different ones there. Um, New Orleans has struggled. Um, so we'll, you know, um, we'll, we'll see as, as it goes along the AFC uh, North, you know, it's been very, um, you know, I don't think it's been real settled yet at this point, even though I think Cincinnati will rise to the top, but Baltimore has struggled maybe a little more than we thought. So we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I Most of these teams, I'm kind of just – now I feel like I know enough about most of them. Like I said, I'm in on Miami. I think Buffalo's going to have a great week this week. I think the Jets are what they're going to be. I think they're going to be that seven-win team kind of area again this year. Uh, the Patriots look like they're down to earth now <laughs> after years of yeah. success and everybody claiming – Belichick was the the amazing, amazing person that he was. And now that we've seen him without Tom Brady, we're starting to realize I don't think he's got as much in him as maybe we we thought he, he did. Um, the North, you're right. AFC North is interesting. I don't think Pittsburgh's any good, but I think Cincinnati and Baltimore are. And Cleveland has hung around there with the uh, backup quarterback as well, Jacoby Brissett. So good things there. The South, I don't know anything about the South. Uh, you said you well. We know the Colts can do better. Well, okay, they won. They did win an important game, <laughs> but I don't know what the Colts are. I, I don't yeah. know what they're going to be moving forward. Um, Jacksonville, I love. I love that story. I love them doing well. Um, I'd love for them to take the South, but I don't know that they'll do that either. AFC West, what's going on with Denver? Denver can't score any points. Uh, Russell Wilson looks like a third round pick for the first time in his career. So uh, maybe they need to go out and sign Matt Flynn. Maybe then Russell Wilson will step up and play some good football again. Uh, Kansas City looked great the first two weeks. Lost to a Colts team that has looked miserable so far this season. Vegas 0-3. Chargers are injured. They're banged up. Joey Bosa on the IR. Uh, Herbert hurt ribs. So there's a lot going on there. You mentioned the NFC East. The Eagles. I mean, my goodness. They, they look strong right now. The Cowboys, who knows? Ideally, Dak's back maybe in a week. Uh, so what happens there? New York, everybody's still down on New York. Uh, this week, everybody's like, yep, New York is who we thought they were. I'm still in on New York. Uh, how, how do you feel about the Giants? Um, I, yeah, I, I definitely, I think there's a chance that they're better than what we thought. Again, I think, you know, I don't think their quarterback is the answer, and that may end up being the problem as the year goes on. But definitely, again, they're in a division where they should be competitive. And, um, again, I think they do have a good coach, and the coach has you know, got everybody rallied, believing in, in believing in the system. And so, I, I, yeah, I'll stay in with the Giants for a little longer and see how that goes. Uh, let's talk about Tampa, too. Uh, Green Bay beats them barely, 14-12. to 12. Um, is Tom Brady done? 
Um, Tom Brady's still going to have a, a, a good year this year, I think. You know, it's going to depend on the, he had a lot of people hurt. He gets his wide receivers back. Sure. Um, I, I don't, I don't think maybe they'll be in the NFC championship game, but again, they should be able to win that division. Um, you know, Tom Brady is still a lot, you know, he, he's, he's still good. He's smart. He does not have the team around him that he's had in the last couple of years. And there, I, there could be a chance the frustration will set in. Um, yep. if it gets, and then, you know, then he starts getting frustrated. He starts getting irritable. Then is everybody gonna, you know, are, are they gonna shape up and rally around him? Do they have the ability to do that? That's gonna be, and the coach is gonna have a job at keeping everything under control there, even though I like their coach. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. And you said it. I mean, who, who's gonna beat him in the division? Uh, you've got, Jameis, who's banged up, no matter what you think about Jameis, he is injured. That doesn't help things. Atlanta, they've shown signs that they're going to be a competitive team, but they've also shown signs that they're going to be a top three pick uh, this year. And then Carolina has not shown any kind of consistency as well that we expect from there. In the NFC West, there's a lot of people now all in on the 49ers. I think the Rams are still the front runner to win this division. And Arizona might be the second place team to win this division. I don't know. How, how do you sit on the NFC West? Yes, I, I think the Rams, you know, will rise to the top there, and um, you know, will be the ones in that division. Um, and you know, we'll see the Cardinals. It looks like they have potential. Of course, what be a few weeks, and they'll get Hopkins back, and that that could help and make a difference. Um, but you may be right; they may not have the coach. Um, you know, that they need there that can, you know, turn the corner in. And a lot of that's going to depend on the rest of the NFC. Um, you know, if, if a couple teams are strong in the north, a couple teams are strong in the east, then all of a sudden, you know, it won't be easy to necessarily to get in the playoffs. And uh, that could be tough on the Cardinals, could be tough on the 49ers. Very true. All right, so we got a uh, an interesting week of games lined up this week. Uh, we've been doing our pick sixes uh, right now. I am eight and ten. Dad is ten and eight. We tied this past week uh, as well. So uh, we've got a game in London. Our first London game of the season is Minnesota and New Orleans. Uh, that game will kick off nine thirty a.m. Eastern time, and uh, you can still get your ticket for one hundred and twenty dollars at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in London. Um, Dad, I have not gotten my tickets for London for the Packer game yet. Are, are we not going to that game? Well, I, you know, I, I would think that that's, that's going to work out, but I'm, I'm not sure yet, so we'll see. Yeah, Facebook said it was Sun's Day yesterday or today or sometime. I don't even know what Sun's Day is, but I expected Packer tickets. They didn't come. Yeah. Um, Let's go. Our our pick sixes this year. We're doing. We're picking the the primetime games Thursday night, Sunday night, and Monday night, and then we get to pick three just games of our choice to round out our six picks each week. We are picking against the spread. I want to clarify that neither me or Dad are gamblers. We do not gamble, uh, but we use the spread as a fun way just to have an extra fun game to play. So we're picking six games this week. Let's start off, Dad, with the Thursday night game. It's Miami at Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati is the three and a half point favorites at home uh, against the three and zero Miami Dolphins. So, which way did you decide to go with this one? 
Uh, I'll take Cincinnati in the three and a half because again they're at home, um, and I think I think Cincinnati's going to have a good team, and I think this is a game that where they can they can show that. So um, you know, it's an interesting game to look at to pick with three and a half, but um, I'll take Cincinnati uh, to cover. I took Cincinnati also, Dad. I, I'm not going to be able to catch you if you're going to keep doing that. But um, uh, yeah, I I too pick Cincinnati. I think. Minnesota comes back to earth a little bit, or excuse me, uh, Miami comes back to earth a little bit this week, and I think the Bengals are on that upward trajectory as well. So with them being at home, I decided to go Cincinnati minus three and a half also. Uh, Sunday night's game is Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes, Tampa Bay and Kansas City. It's Kansas City at Tampa Bay, uh, but it might be in Minnesota as the hurricane is coming in. And if they cannot play in Tampa, they're going to play it at Minnesota since Minnesota is out of town in London this week. Um, last, when we looked at ours, it was two and a half point spread. Kansas City, the favorite in this game. Which way do you go on this one? Um, I'll take Kansas City uh, on this one again. They're favored. And even though it's at Tampa, um, I'll go with Patrick Mahomes. I think Kansas City, you know, has played better. And, um, Again, you know, it was a close one to call, but I'll go with Kansas City with two and a half. I'm going to go the other way. Tampa Bay, plus two and a half. They get Mike Evans back from suspension. Their defense is really good, and I feel like Kansas City, um, you saw um, Patrick Mahomes arguing with Eric Bieniemy about uh, just taking the knee at the end of the half, and uh, there's some, some turmoil there as well. I think Kansas City is a team that could fall apart very quickly. Um, so I'm going to go Tampa Bay in this one. I think they recover from their uh, pretty much no offensive output against Green Bay and come out and win this game, but I'll take them at plus two and a half. And then our Monday night game is the Los Angeles Rams at the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers, a two and a half point favorite in this game. Uh, the game after Jimmy Garoppolo steps out of bounds in the end zone, uh, fortunately for him, because he threw a pick six, had he not stepped out of bounds. Uh, where do you go with this one? Um, I'll go with the Rams again. I think they're going to be the better team. Now it is at San Francisco, but uh, again, with two and a half, you know, they win it by a field goal. So um, I'll, I'll go with the Rams as the underdog on this one. Um, and um, hopefully Garoppolo can stay in bounds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, hopefully he doesn't. I'm going the Rams also plus two and a half on this one. And uh, then, so I'm going to go with the Rams to win this game and of course cover in, in that happenstance. They can lose by two points and still, still get the victory here. So, so we're going to go with both of us going with the Rams and Cincinnati, uh, but we'll split Tampa Bay and Kansas city. Uh, that brings us to our final three picks. Who's your fourth game that you, the first game that you chose randomly. I will take the giants over the bears. They're favored by three and a half. And um, again, it's at it's at home for the Giants. I think they'll rebound from their loss. And again, I don't have a lot of confidence in the Bears, so um, I'll go with the Giants um, to cover three and a half. Uh, I'm going to go with the Vegas Raiders, Dad. They get their first win of the season against Denver, who's really struggled so far this year as well. Um, Vegas is at home, I believe, so that that gives me. Another reason to like them, you're checking to make sure I'm right on that. Yes, uh, they're at home and uh, two and a half point favorites. That's not a massive spread. So I pick Vegas over 
Denver to minus two and a half. Uh, who's your fifth game? I will stay in the Big Apple with the Jets. The Jets are an underdog to the Steelers, and the Steelers are at home three and a half points. But I'll take the Jets um, to be definitely within the three and a half points, and I think they can win this one. I was too afraid of the first game with uh, with the quarterback back, so I stayed away from that one. I looked at that one, too. My first thought was Jets as well, but I was like, man, Zach Wilson's first game back, it might be a little rough, and so I, that one scared me off a little bit. Uh, I'm going to put my, my uh, fake money where my mouth is. I'm going to pick Jacksonville, Dad. They're six-and-a-half-point underdogs to Philadelphia. On the road at Philadelphia as well. I just love what Jacksonville's doing. Um, the return of Doug Peterson uh, there as well. And I think they can keep it close. Not sure if they'll win, but I think that they can cover that. So I went with Jacksonville as my fifth game this week. Uh, who's your sixth game? Um, I'll take a big um, division game, and I'm going to pick the Colts over the Titans. Two and a half. I think they can cover that again. It's at the it's um, at the Colts, and I think um, you know chance for them to rebound here. So I'll take them over the Titans uh, to cover two and a half. And Colts are the favorite, correct? Yes. Yeah. Um, again, I'm not touching the Colts. You can't get me to touch the Colts for at least the next three weeks. I got to figure out what they are first. Um, are they what they should, what they were last week against Kansas City? Or are they what they were against Houston? I mean, I need to know a lot more about them before I pick them for anything, either against them or for them. I'm steering clear of Colts games for quite some time. Uh, my last game is Buffalo over Baltimore. Buffalo's three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road at, Buff- at Baltimore. But I think Josh Allen comes out and has a massive game this week. I think the Bills get back on track. Um, I think Buffalo can keep it close, so that three and a half is a little scary. But uh, I think ultimately Buffalo wins this game by by ten at least. So I'll go with Buffalo for my pick. So to round us out again, Dad went with Cincinnati minus three and a half, Kansas City minus two and a half, Los Angeles Rams plus two and a half, the Giants at minus three and a half, the Jets at plus three and a half, and the Colts at minus two and a half. I go with Cincinnati. Uh, Tampa, it's plus two and a half. The Rams, Vegas at minus two and a half. Jacksonville at plus six and a half. And Buffalo at minus three and a half uh, there. So, Dad, right now you're holding a two-game lead on me. Basically, you got me in week two is where you kind of got got a little bit of a lead, but we kind of evened out last week again. So we'll kind of see where that continues to go through. Uh, let's talk about some of these other games, though, in the NFL this week. Minnesota and New Orleans in London. Um, again, New Orleans is kind of beat up, so I think Minnesota wins this game. But uh, anytime you go to London, you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> so I stayed away from that, too. Uh, I I still think Minnesota's a really good team. And I know you've kind of put them in that Dallas category where you're afraid to say anything nice about them. But uh, I think this is a, New Orleans isn't great. They're not bad. They're not great either, and they've they've been kind of banged up also. I think Minnesota wins, but again, in London, you don't know what's going to happen, right? Right. Yeah, you never know, but I would agree. I think Minnesota will win this one. They definitely should, And um, but like you said, oh, you know, time change, all that's ever hanging goes into going over there to play. Um, we'll, we'll see, but I would think Minnesota would win it. Cleveland at Atlanta. Uh, I can't pick Jacoby Brissett either. That one scares me. And Atlanta, 
they've been competitive, uh, not not racked up the wins necessarily, but uh, an interesting game nonetheless. I think a pretty evenly matched game. Amari Cooper held me out greatly in fantasy last week with the Cleveland Browns. But uh, uh, which way you go in Cleveland, Atlanta? What do you think about this game? Um, you know, that's it, it, that'll be an interesting game again. I think Cleveland has done better. Uh, of course, their big defensive player, um, could be out for this Miles game, Garrett. yeah, and, and that's going to make a big difference. So, you know, I, I don't think Atlanta is going to win the division, but they've definitely played better again. I think their coach has it going. Can't say I have a lot of trust in um, uh, Mariota, uh, but Patterson. Patterson has had a good season so far. So um, I think Atlanta, uh, I think Atlanta could win this one again. And, you know, I, a lot of Browns fans around where I live here. So I like to see them do well, but we'll see. How many more games does Marcus Mariota start? Um, I think he'll keep starting for a while. I believe. You don't think they'll put the rookie in? Um, I don't know that they will right away. I think question on that one is how long will Tannehill be starting? Well, yeah, we got to get you some WD forty. Tannehill, that's another story. We'll get to them in a second. Tennessee. Well, you already called that game, so we can talk about it. But I think Mariota. I think he's got another four or five games to win at least half of them uh, before he gets pulled out. But at that point, once the season's out of hand, once they know that they're not going to go anywhere. I think they make the switch to Desmond Ritter. So far, Mariota, uh, he's throwing 63% completion, 640 yards, three touchdowns, and three interceptions. He's also added 92 yards on the ground uh, and two touchdowns there. You said Cordell Patterson's been great. Drake London, the rookie, has been really good as well, uh, 214 yards and two touchdowns for him. Uh, so there's some positive things in Atlanta, but uh, that game, I, I'd have a hard time picking that one uh for sure um let's talk about Tannehill how how much longer is Tannehill gonna play I mean you know I think Tannehill finishes the season I don't see that I don't see them benching Tannehill this year that one would surprise me unless it just goes completely under but in that division you're gonna be in that division the whole year even if you're bad so so I don't see him pulling out Marcus or uh Ryan Tannehill and those that one uh Washington at Dallas division game could be Cooper Rush's last game if Dak Allen comes back the following week. Washington, I mean, they 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 get behind and then they score a bunch of points. It's always too little too late for them, it seems like, this year. Uh, again, I picked against Dallas last week. I didn't think they could pull it off with Cooper Rush two weeks in a row. They did. So what do we expect this week, Washington coming to town? Well, it's, it's always, you know, interesting game when you have a division game. Of course, this is a rivalry. A lot of people would say they have rivalries with, um, with, with the Cowboys, but probably Washington as much as anybody. And, uh, we'll see, you know, Carson Wentz had a good start, you know, didn't do as well. Uh, their defense hasn't played like, you know, we think they could, um, but, um, this would be a chance for them to get back on track. So we will. We we will see. You know, Cooper Rush has managed the game. I've you know I've heard some comments that they're you know make good play calls as far as they're running the ball, not letting him get in trouble. And um, again, you know, Washington can have an awful good defense. So we'll see. Tony Pollard is picking up carries, uh, almost matching Ezekiel Elliott fifty fifty in the last last game. 
Uh, he's only 20 yards behind Elliott, 13 carries behind Elliott, both of them with one touchdown. Is Tony Pollard the number one running back? Should he be the number one running back in Dallas? Um, again, you know, they're paying Ezekiel a lot of money, which was probably a mistake. Uh, but you know, Elliott's a good running back. But yeah, I think Pollard could take over. You know, they're, they're Dallas is going to need to win games, and whatever yeah. it's going to take for them to win games is ultimately what they're going to do. And so, if Pollard's the best answer to win games, then you'll have um, you know Zeke Elliott taking a little bit of a second seat. Yeah, Mike McCarthy's coaching for his job with Sean Payton sitting out there waiting for it. So, see how that one shakes out. Uh, Seattle at Detroit. Detroit's been playing some really good football, Dad. Seattle, eh, not so much. <laughs> um, I think Detroit wins this one, especially with it being at home. Uh, what do you think about that game, Seattle at Detroit? Detroit has played better. They shouldn't have lost the one last week. Now, they have an injury with uh, wide receiver St. Brown. Not sure if he will play uh, this week, and that could be a little bit of a difference. Um, our old Packer Jamal Williams having a good year uh, there. And, um, again, I think the coach has you know the team still rallying with him. They're going to need to win a couple of these games instead of losing close ones. So, um, you know, we'll see how they – you would think they beat – um, Seattle, but, um, you know, Seattle's had a couple of games they've stayed in, so we'll see. DeAndre Swift is, is injured as well. He's out. We'll miss the game this week. Um, so that puts Jamal Williams as the number one back in there. Uh, St. Brown, he's got an ankle injury, did not practice on Wednesday. Uh, still, I think potential. I'm pretty sure he'll probably still play on Sunday. Um, but I think losing St. Brown would be bigger than losing DeAndre Swift, which is, crazy to think about but that's the way uh st brown has been so far this season uh let's see here you called the giants over the bears so we won't talk about that one anymore and that brings us to the los angeles chargers at houston chargers are banged up houston has again they've played better than most people thought they would play uh how do you feel about the chargers traveling to houston well, the Chargers are banged up, but again, they, they need to get the ship righted and keep going. But the way the Texans have played, they're going to win one or two here down the line somewhere. So, um, you know, they're definitely a scrappy team. They're not a team that you go in and you're just going to roll over them. So uh, Chargers will have to be ready to play. And uh, they're in kind of a tough spot because when you're banged up, you know, you, you want to get healthy for later on, but another hand, but they need to win games too, losing that one last week. Yep. Yeah, I think Chargers win that one as well. Uh Texans gonna be battling for that number one pick this year, which they could probably trade out and get some good pieces for if they choose to do so, or they can secure another quarterback that they think is the future. Maybe they trade Davis Mills and get something out of him and draft a new quarterback. Who knows? We'll talk about that as we get into the next season. Um Arizona at Carolina, I think Arizona wins this one. Carolina, they've kind of stayed in games too, uh, but I just think Arizona is the better team. Well, Arizona should again, but Arizona needs to win it if they're going to, you know, stay in the hunt in the division uh, and everything there. So, and like you said, Carolina has not been consistent. Yeah, that's new coach is coming, and maybe Baker works out in Carolina long term. But I think Matt Rule, his time is, is almost expired in Carolina. 
New England at Green Bay. Neither of us picked the Packers uh, this week. Big favorites. Ten and a half, I think, was the, the number on our uh, what we were using. Um, New England's got an injured quarterback, so we're probably looking at a backup quarterback. And I think Green Bay takes this one. The defense is playing well. It's at home. Uh, again, New England's banged up. So I, I think the Packers win this one. They might win this one pretty convincingly. Yes, they could. You know, I didn't pick it just because of the big spread, but I think they could easily win by that. Um, again, I, I think the offense is, you know, again, they've had, you know, of course, the people out with Sammy Watkins being gone now. But again, Romeo Dobbs look good. I think they'll get maybe Christian Watson back this week. Um, you know, the offense is clicking better. Uh, Bakhtiari is back. He was back, you know, um, alternated possessions last um, alternated series last game. I look for him maybe to play more. And um, again, you know, New England, New England's a little banged up. So I would think Green Bay should have a big game being at home um, and everything there. So I, I think Green Bay will do well. And I think they'll continue to continue to look better on offense the defense again you know really looked good and the special teams was a was very positive where in the last several years it's always been a big negative so it looks like maybe they're getting the ship right in there too so hopefully so hopefully so all right let's get into college football dad uh to close out our episode today uh let's start with our playoff predictions we've talked about this before I'm curious if after now a couple of weeks of watching teams play, have you changed your predictions for the final four or are you still confident with what you had? No, I, I would change again. I think with Oklahoma losing, it'd be hard to keep them in. Um, I, as I looked at this, it's a little bit, you know, a little bit tricky. I think in Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State have all proved, you know, they're they're at the top. I think the team, um, next team, it looks like right now they have the best chance. The one you've talked about is USC. Um, I think Southern Cal, because, again, I think they, they would have a chance to do well out there, um, you know, in, in the conference um, and do well there. A couple more good teams in the Big Ten, um, Penn State and Michigan, the problem is, you know, they, they're all going to play each other, and they're right. all in the same division with Ohio State. So um, it be, I think it might be hard for, for the Big Ten to get two teams in, even though I think those two of those three might be good enough uh, because of the playoff. Now, if somebody beat Ohio State, got in the playoffs, then maybe, you know, they'd still keep Ohio State in um, – from there, but to me, I would pick USC right now. But Penn State and Michigan, um, you know, both have done well. I think Penn State could be a surprise. Well, remember, divisions don't matter in the Big Ten. So Penn State or Michigan could get a second shot at Ohio State in the Big Ten championship this year. Well, well. I, I, I looked that up, and I think there is still a Big Ten championship game. There's still a championship game. It's just the divisions don't matter. Okay. All right. Well, then that yeah. – then, then, then I, I think the Big Ten could have potential uh, maybe to get two teams in, which would be kind of crazy with the SEC having two and the Big Ten having two, but that could happen. Yeah, but that would be the deal where, let's say, Michigan loses to Ohio State, but then they win the rest of their games. They're probably playing Ohio State in the Big Ten championship again for a rematch, which would be quite fun. Of course, that one would be played in Indianapolis. 
uh, in a neutral site. So see how that one shakes out. Same thing with Penn State. If they lose to Ohio State or if Ohio State loses to one of these teams, they might face them again in the Big Ten Championship. Uh, the question is, is do you give – you wouldn't have two SEC teams and two Big Ten teams. So somebody's going to miss out. Um, who that is the question, of course, to ask. I'm sticking with my guys, Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, and USC. Uh, I don't think Clemson, they're currently ranked number five. They just don't look like they're a national championship team or even a playoff team at this point. So I don't think that's going to happen. Um, are there any teams outside of the top 10 that you look at? Penn State's technically outside of the top 10. Uh, but you got Ole Miss is 4-0, Washington's 4-0, uh, Minnesota and Florida State, all 4-0. Uh, do you see any of those teams jumping up uh, from outside the top 10? NC State's in the top 10, sorry. Um, do you see any of those teams jumping up and possibly making a playoff run? Well, it's uh, hard to say right now because as you look at the games this week, you're this is going to be the week weekend when teams are going to you're going to find out who's going to stay in it for another week or two and who's going to go out because you got teams and I know we're going to talk about these games here in a little bit, so I won't right now. But um, you know, if, if a surprise team's going to come in, then they're going to need to win this week and keep going. And you have you know a lot of these teams playing each other. So, um, yeah, yeah it, it'll take a little more a little more shape after this week. Well, let's talk about them. Kentucky and Ole Miss, uh, undefeated teams. Ole Miss is the favorite in this game, even though Kentucky's ranked number seven overall. Um, I don't trust either of these teams. I don't trust Ole Miss. I don't trust Kentucky. Um, I don't I don't even know where to go with this game, Dad. I, I'm sitting here going, okay, am I being too mean to Kentucky? Because I tend to, to lean that direction. Uh, Ole Miss is a seven-point favorite at home. Uh, I I don't know what to do with them. Do you have an idea for Ole Miss and Kentucky? Well, like I said, this is going to be a classic game of who's going to stay in it. You know, whoever wins this game will still then be undefeated, and they'll still be looking at um, you know l- looking at staying in the hunt, even though it'll be tough in the SEC. Um, it's interesting to me that Ole Miss is favored that much. Of course, they are at home. So yeah. um, I don't know. I haven't paid that much attention to Ole Miss. I know Kentucky has played well um, and has scored well. So um, this will be an interesting game. But I think with Ole Miss being favored, you know, probably tells you something. But whoever loses this one, when you look at the uh, other teams in the conference with Tennessee doing well, uh, Arkansas being good, um, you know, to lose this one, I don't think then, you know, you're, you're going to have a shot um, in the conference or, or, or staying in the hunt near the playoff time, which they may not anyhow with Georgia and Alabama. So, Yeah, very true. Um, let's stay in the SEC. Alabama and Arkansas, I mean, I'm, I'm basically all in on Alabama at this point. They've given me no reason to think otherwise. They're 17-point favorite, but they are on the road. And Arkansas has proven that they are a better team than they have been in the past. They've been better the last year or two. Um, can Arkansas keep it close to have a shot at the end of this game? Well, I would love to see Arkansas with the upset here. They are at home, and, of course, they play well at home and have a rabid fan base. But, again, Alabama's awfully good. So I think um, I think we'll see. Of course, Alabama, you know, had a very close game with Texas. And um, this could be a test for them, uh, but I would think they would they would they would win it. Or that Texas game woke them up. (laughs) 
and and they'll push through the rest of the season with no problem, possibly. Uh, let's shift gears to different conferences. Texas Tech coming off a big win against Texas, playing against Kansas State uh, this week as well. I'm trying to find where I had, I had that game up, and then I lost it. Um, but that should be a fun game either way and a good game as well. Kansas State ranked 25th. Both teams are 3-1. and one. Kansas State is a 8-point favorite in this game. This is kind of my upset pick of the week. I think Texas Tech might be able to come in and surprise Kansas State. Uh, any thoughts on that game? Kansas State, like I said, should win, but Texas Tech has been a surprise all the way along uh, this year. So that could be, like you said, a fun game to watch. Uh, Wake Forest and Florida State. Florida State, this game might get moved because of the hurricane. Um, they're right there, ranked 22, Wake Forest, 23, Florida State. Florida State's undefeated, seven-point favorite. There's this little hint of Florida State's back. Um, I'm not sure if they're back or not. Do you think Wake Forest wins this game, or do you think Florida State continues to roll? Um I think Florida State's improved, but I think Wake Forest will win this game. I think Wake Forest has a really good team, and, um, you know, this will be a game they need to win. Again, Florida State obviously has already improved um, with what they've played this season, but uh, I I would think Wake Forest will win. Yeah, I picked Wake Forest. I'm in a college pool, and I picked Wake Forest to win. I'm kind of cheering for Florida State, but – I don't know. I just doubt them, I guess, that being 4-0. I just I don't think they're going to continue. Uh, and then uh, NC State and Clemson. Clemson has won, but it hasn't been pretty really yet. Uh, NC State's a really good team. They're in the top 10. They're ranked number 10 also. Uh, so you got a, a two top 10 teams going after it, and this might be the ACC right here. Yeah, it, it may very well be. Um, I think if Clemson is going to be for real and battle to get in the playoffs, and they, you know, not only do they need to win this game, but they need to play well and be convincing. And and NC State could very very well win it, and uh, that would put them, you know, in, in another course for sure. Uh, you're wearing your Blue Raiders shirt. They beat Miami convincingly. Uh, we use that word a couple times tonight. Um, they looked the part, did a good job. Of course, a couple of years ago, they upset Michigan State in the basketball tournament. Uh, now win against the top 25 team against Miami. Um, they they sure were excited about it down there in Tennessee, middle Tennessee, and uh, a fun game. Any Anything this week you're looking for outside of the games we already talked to or talked about? Uh, no, I, and again, you know, congratulations to Coach Stockstill and MTSU. They're um, they're going to have a tough time in the conference. They play a really good team this week um, in University of Texas, San Antonio, um, and you know, a lot of the teams in the conference USA are leaving next year, but they're still in this year, and there's some really good teams. So if they can play like they did against Miami, you know, they they could really do well in the conference. But I know they're going to have to be ready to play. But this is a home game, a blackout game. We've been to one of those before, and I think they'll um, be a lot of a, a lot of fun there. You did have down on the list Oklahoma State and Baylor, yeah. And, think that could be very good. Baylor has, it looks like they've done better, but this could be, you know, Oklahoma State's a team that, that could win this. Yeah, I picked Oklahoma State in that game in the college pool I'm in. Baylor's a two-point favorite. Uh, Oklahoma State, State is the higher-ranked team, 
And they had a really good year last year, too. They're a legit team. Um, Baylor, to me, has um, disappointed this season, even though they're 3-1. and one. So I picked Oklahoma State to win that game. I think they win that game. But it should be a good one. What about Iowa and Michigan? Uh, people seem to think Iowa has a shot. Uh, Michigan's an 11-point favorite on the road. I just don't think Iowa's – I don't think they're there. I don't think they're on that level this year to where Michigan is. Michigan's looked really, really solid. I'd be shocked if Iowa won this game. Well, this is the kind of game, though, that Michigan's had trouble with, and, and you know, Iowa has upset people there at home before. So it doesn't look like Iowa has a team to play with them right now, um, even though Michigan did have a little bit of a close game last week. I believe it was with Maryland. So um, we'll see. Iowa will be a tough place. Be a good test for sure. Yeah, Maryland played them, but at the end of the day, Michigan pulled away. I mean, there was still no question at the end of the game. So uh, it'll be interesting to see for sure. Looking forward to another college weekend. I'll be at uh, Eastern Kentucky's game this week to play in Southern Utah. First time ever to match up against any team from Utah, let alone Southern Utah. Coming off a tough loss, EKU is. Uh, so I'll be covering that game and covering that on my Twitter page at Sports Stove. And we're writing up an article afterwards as well. Uh, if you're in Richmond, Kentucky, you've got a live show at noon at Mad Mushroom Pizza in Richmond, Kentucky. Welcome to come and be a part of the show as well. All right. Another weekend of football is ahead of us. Uh, baseball playoffs are just around the corner. And October is sneaking up on us ever so quickly as well. Uh, just a couple of days away. Uh, Dad, any closing remarks? Nope. Again, it should be the, the, the NFL's really been crazy. So we'll see what happens this week. It has potential to continue to be that way. And again, a great time in sports coming up on the baseball playoffs, like you said. Um, and, um, you know, what the NBA season is not far away. NHL's not far away. So a lot of sports going on here soon. Definitely. Definitely. I want to apologize for our earlier technical difficulties. Thank you for sticking with us through the episode. Uh, follow on Instagram and Twitter at Sports Stove. And we'll be back next week with another episode. And feel free to submit any picks. If you'd like to pick games for this uh, pick six, uh, just throw those out there in the comment sections as well. Thank you so much for tuning in to tonight's edition of the Sports Stove podcast. Until next time, we'll see you around the Sports Stove. <laughs>